Hey, hey, thanks for tuning into another episode of Moments with Ndero, where I hope to encourage you, inspire you, and uplift you. This is episode 39. Thank you so much for listening this far. Today's conversation is with a lady, a returning guest. She's a life coach. She's a host and producer of her own podcast, and she is passionate about empowering people. This conversation reflects on 2020, it reflects upon God's love, and it also reflects upon purpose. What is purpose? Do you have a purpose? Yes, you do. So tune in to this day's conversation. Welcome onto the podcast, Wadhoni. How are you keeping up today? I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me. I know. It's amazing. Like the last time we had our conversation on this podcast was August. Can you imagine how time flies? Wow, that's already been so long. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And what have you been up to since our last conversation? Well, since our since our last conversation, I actually started my own podcast as well because I knew that it was in the to-do list of things from God, but I had postponed. So your podcast actually propelled me into just overcoming my fears and just, you know, starting it. And yeah, I'm now on my 15th or 16th episode, which is really exciting. So how has it been so far on your podcast? Could you tell us a little bit more about your podcast? So my podcast is called The Intentional Bride. And the sole purpose of The Intentional Bride is to inspire people in God's love and lead them to live intentionally in his, in his presence and just experience a life of love freedom and empowerment because christianity the whole purpose of christianity is to introduce you to our god who will just walk with you in this life and just make it beautiful and abundant and that's the main purpose of that the simplicity of the gospel that is jesus christ that he died on the cross for you that he loves you plain and simple and based on that you exist and you know just live based on that and just thrive in that so that's really the main purpose of that podcast that is so awesome. And um, dear listeners, I will link up her IG handle so you can also be able to listen to her podcast. So you mentioned that um, Jesus is just loving and, you know, connecting with him is very simple. But just reflecting on 2020, someone may think that, um, you know, Jesus forgot them and Jesus is not around. You know, he checked out and left us. <laughs> so how do you encourage someone that regardless of this global pandemic yeah he <laughs> loves us you know the thing that human beings get twisted is that god's love is not based on the circumstances that surround you god's love is constant and it's there in and out of season and even if the world comes to a stop and everything is going to pure hand, god's love remains and his sovereignty remains so the onus is on you as his, as the one created or the one on the other side is to just keep into a space of worship. He is almighty. He is God. He is everything. And don't be swayed by what's happening around you. Keep your eyes on him. I think it's in Psalms 126 where it says, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, creator of heaven and earth. And then for me, despite how messed up it's been in the last few months, my assurance, is it assurance or assurity? I don't know the word. My assurity is that 
God is on the throne and he knows this is not a surprise for him. So as long as I am anchored in him and as long as I love Saul's and I'm hidden under the shadow of his wings where no evil can find me, I'm good. So yes, it's messed up, but what does messed upness have to do with my Jesus? My Jesus remains and he's constant. And that really is the goal that even when the storm comes, you keep your eye on Jesus and you keep it moving. Even when things are falling apart, even in your home, even in your marriages, in your relationships at work, in your pocket, everything is just going down the drain. Your confidence is in that he is God. So that's what I would tell that person who's already like, who is this God? He is there and he's, he's, he's realer in this season more than he's been in any other season. He's there watching, looking for people he can use people you can propel into purpose for his glory. So, yeah. So you mentioned a word purpose. You know, everyone likes talking about it. Yeah. It's buzzword, you know, in all manners of life. What's purpose? Wow. So purpose is why you're here. So when God, when he says in, where is it, Jeremiah 29, when he says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for a good hope and a good future. When he meets you in your mother's womb, he was aware, this one, I'm meeting for this exact reason. And this exact reason will solve this unique problem in the world. And she may influence five people, she may influence 20 people, a thousand people, 10,000 people. That, that's what purpose is. It's about when you become aware of yourself and you become activated in that awareness and your awareness is anchored in him, then purpose begins. So it's the reason you were created. Why are you here? What is that unique thing that God has given you that you do naturally? And that's the very thing that can transform people's lives. That's what purpose is. So basically, I, would, I, would, I don't know if it's a buzzword, but for me, I would look at it as there is no way you can be existing outside of understanding why exactly are you here? And what is it that God has placed you for? What's your secret assignment? And what is it that you can do for him to make a difference in this world? I like how you said your secret assignment. And it's so fitting with the fact that each of us are so unique. We can't even compare ourselves to the next person. So how do you encourage that um, individual who is still trying to figure out what their purpose is or what their secret assignment is? How can they find it? How do they push on? Wow. Then, okay. So, I mean, I'm on that journey as well. I'm still figuring out. I believe that purpose unfolds. It's, it's not something that you can come into once, like, oh, I'm called to this, then you run into it. It's very specific. It's very niched out. So I would say start by praying. Go into a space of prayer, at least for those who have a sense of faith. Go into a sense of into a space of prayer and say to God, you know, what is it that you have me here for? And there's always that thing in you that you're like, I, if, if I had a way or if I had a, 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 an ability or if there were no inhibitions, I would be doing more of this and more of this. And it's always that thing you talk yourself out of. It's also been called out by people in you. You're very good at this or you're very good at that. Focus on that and take it to God in prayer and say, oh God, I'm really good at singing or I'm really good at or reading or encouraging people what can I do and God will send you down paths of learning in that way and also for those who maybe 
prayer is not their thing and they're listening in, I would say, look for that thing that you do effortlessly. What do you do effortlessly? And sit down with it and think on it, unpack it, meditate on it and think, okay, so I have this gift. What can I do with this? Research, do your research. Interact with people who've gone before you in terms of reading biographies or whatever. And just really come into a place of what, how would I you know, then roll out a plan where I would be able to apply or influence change. It's not always in church or anything. It could be even at your workplace. If you are a kind person and maybe you're, you just want to spread kindness, that could be your thing. And people at work are nasty to each other. You can just start being the source of the kindness in there and slowly and surely it will slowly unfold. So people are looking for a big, big revelation, this massive revelation, but really it's about that simple understanding of yourself first and the things that you're good at and also in addition to i would advise taking god into consideration and then walking from there and the more that you dig deeper the more it will come out and the clearer it will become well said you have to really dig in deep and put in the work it doesn't come easy what have you learned from 2020 wow 2020 came for me a good one because 2019 I was just in the motions I'd wake up prepare do whatever I have to do for my kids and go to work and God had started calling me to himself and he said saying you need to slow down you need to start taking care of yourself exercise you need to start spending time in prayer with me in the morning and he was trying to introduce structure into my life And I remember I was like, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I don't have the time. I have to be in the office. I have to be here by this time. I have to be here by this time, which is normal, which is a lot of us who don't have, you know, time for themselves and they need to do what they need to do to make ends meet. And I remember um, when COVID hit in March, I spent the first three weeks eating and just adding weight. I was so done. And I remember me and my friends would, would talk on house party and everybody just they are not showered just say hey another day another day and I was like God there has to be more than than you know there has to be more for me and I remember that God called me and said remember I've been calling you to slow down now the world has slowed down everything has slowed down by force your office is shut down so come into my presence so for me 2020 was a defining year I know a lot of people are saying it was a bad year and I do respect that and I can't take away from that. But for me, it defined me. It made me sit down with myself, look at myself in the mirror and undress all the fears, all the insecurities, every, every limiting belief I had of myself was dealt with in that moment. So for me, 2020 has been quite an empowering year. It's a year where I've come into myself, understood more of my, of my purpose, have become more established in who I am, more aware. So I can say above it all, the lessons that I've learned is God's love. God's love, actually. All of that that I've explained, I went through in God's love. And when you have God as a mentor, it's really literally the best thing that can happen to you. I remember at the beginning of the year, I got invited to speak at this, a friend of mine has this um, talk show and I remember when I said to her, I'm nervous. I don't know what I'm going to say. And she said, isn't there anything better than working for God? 
And so I have found that he has been the best mentor for me. So I would say my biggest takeaway for 2020 is my relationship with God and the confidence and growth that has come from that. That's been amazing. And having him as a mentor, teaching me, guiding me, instructing me, I would say to him, thank you so much for slowing down the whole wide world. For it, just for me to be able to catch, you know, the right drift, right path. That would be my take for 2020. My personal take. Yes. I could not agree with you more. The same to me here. My life was slowed down. You're like, say what now? What am I going to do with my time? Has God really? Why? Yeah. But in hindsight, True. I'm very grateful. Mm. Down. I know you're laughing at me because. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, you the backstory. Know the backstory. <laughs> I being a go-getter and, you know, getting what I want. Yeah. Um, God has slowed me down to a point yeah. where everything comes from him and he's the source. And as you said, he's the mentor, he's the teacher, and he's the guide. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye.